guys welcome to the second episode of our podcast homocide (laughs) i'm sarah i'm sophia and we have some more fun spooky stories today yeah (laughs) yes sophia's gonna start us off with a spooky tale i think i am yes so my story today isn't specifically about women it's um kind of just like it's based from like in like a nunnery so yeah let's start that off Nunneries are full of women, Sophia. But I don't talk about, like, the nunnery while I was active, really. (sighs) Sorry. There's only, like, three women in my story. Three women? That's not enough women! I know. That's what I said. (laughs) I wanted to do a story on a nunnery. This is the first thing that came up, so we're doing it. But why? Because nunneries have a lot of women, so I figured... (laughs) (laughs) So you picked one that didn't have women. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize until it was too late. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's start. I got a lot to talk about because this okay. story actually has a paranormal, like, urban legend to it and also a real Ooh. true crime story. Fun. Yeah. So you're uh, stealing my part of the podcast. Oh, sorry. Um, okay. Fine. So this is called The Nunnery. It's located in Logan, Utah, in case anybody wanted to go see it. It's also called St. Anne's Retreat or Hatches Camp or I think Pine Tree Retreat. Also, <laughs> maybe Pine Tree Camp. Pine Tree Camp. <laughs> That sounds like a fanfiction you would write. No offense. Ah, yikes. <laughs> I just got called out. I'm going to start with the true crime like thing that happened first, but I'm not actually 100% sure if it's true, like if all the facts are like exactly true because it was recorded in 1997 and like some facts might have been skewed for like, you know, like the drama, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that hot drama. Because some of these statistics make um, no sense, but we're rolling with it. All right. So this is called the 1997 horror and it took place. Horror? Horror. Horror. <laughs> horror. Okay. Horror. The horror. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. It took place in Logan, Utah at the nunnery. Okay. Okay. Well, first I should tell you what the nunnery is. What's a nunnery? Never right. heard of it. Okay, I don't so know who lives there. It, it was a little place up in um, the... Logan, Utah? Yeah. It's in <laughs> Logan, Utah. It's, um, it's a property about seven miles from the mouth of a canyon is a privately owned collection of cabins and a two-story lodge built in the early 20th century by the hatch family of logan yeah currently it is owned by the forest service but before then it was supposedly owned by a nunnery or by the church by a nunnery (laughs) wait it was supposedly so it's not even like definitely a nunnery it's it's an urban legend It's an urban legend. So Sophia's bringing us the real facts. Supposedly a nunnery. It's called the nunnery. I don't yeah. know like if it was a nunnery or not, but like it's called the nunnery. Well, it, okay, it was a nunnery, but the events that happened there is not 100% true. Okay. It's also okay. called Pine Tree Camp, so. Yeah. Or Hatches Camp or St. Anne's Retreat. I'm anyway. thinking Pine Tree Camp is my favorite. <laughs> okay. 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 Anyway, so the 1997 horror. Okay. So according to a story in the Herald Journal, in October 1997, about 30 teenagers were ambushed, shot at, handcuffed, tied together by their necks, and threatened with their lives by three men who claimed to be security guards at the area, formerly known as St. Anne's Retreat, in the Logan Canyon. Yeah. Really Starting funny. off fun. Really fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Groups of teenagers in separate increments went to the old nunnery that night, and as each group arrived, the three men surrounded them with guns, tied them up, forced them into the empty swimming pool that resides on the property, according to the Herald Journal. This is all from the Herald Journal. So, so is the Herald Journal like a reputable publication? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I've heard of it before. That sounds reputable. Are you sure you've heard of it, or are you sure you just like haven't heard of things that were the Herald and also the Journal? No, positive. Herald Journal. It's a real okay. thing. I listen okay, to. good, good, good. And not listen to. Red. Okay. 
You listen and to the newspaper. That's, that's every day. Okay, yeah. keep going. Okay, anyway. The hostages were strapped together by ropes around their necks, which the guards told them were linked to explosives and would, quote, blow their heads off if they tried to get free. Wait, were they? <laughs> they can't prove it. I don't know. It was Wait. just according to. I don't know. <laughs> All right. According to the article, one boy was um, butted by a shotgun, several girls were sexually molested, and all of the kids had wrist marks from the plastic store-bought handcuffs. Yeah. Big oof. Um, Not good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, not good. Yeah. The guards shouted obscenities at the teenagers, according to the article, told them they would, quote, shoot off their legs. Um, And according to the article, after several hours of holding the teenagers captive, the guards called the cops on the kids for trespassing when the cops arrived they wait wait so they called the cops on the kids that had already been there being tied up and like hit with guns are these different no i think i might have zoned out i think it's a different cop okay that walked by and was like wait so they were being beat up by a cop no they were being beat up by people three men who claimed to be security guards so they claimed to be cops but they were not cops and then another cop showed up and arrested the kids who were being attacked by these fake security guards they thought the kids were being were trespassing so they arrested them, even though they were, like, tied up with explosives? Okay, I don't know the exact details, but, um, <laughs> that's what it says. I'm those cops, honestly. Yeah. Oh, shit, you kids are trespassing. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you're tied up? Well, you're trespassing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when you gotta get a quota of arrests. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Anyway. Keep anyway. going. Keep okay. going. When the cops arrived, they replaced the plastic handcuffs with real ones and escorted them to the sheriff's office where they were cited for trespassing and then released. Wait, they had the plastic handcuffs from the people that were attacking them. Yeah. They were just like, um, let's replace these with some real handcuffs. Yes. obviously they just handcuffed themselves. Yes. Um, when the oh, victim's golly. parents found out what happened, the trespassing charges were dropped and the guards went to jail for several months. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, nobody knows what happens exactly to the perpetrators, but, uh... Yeah, sorry, I'm just eating a Heath bar. It's my birthday, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, it's Sophia's birthday. Yeah, so. I'm recording my birthday. Um, all of our three listeners can wish her a happy birthday. Yeah! iTunes comments, give us a review so that somebody <clears throat> listens ever in our lives. Yes. Yeah. Okay, also, I found on a different website, um, instead of 30 teenagers, it was recorded 38 teenagers. Wait, this was 30 teenagers? I think yeah. I heard three. <laughs> no, it was 30. Okay, so there were 30 teenagers and these, like, three guys, like, completely... They herded them into an empty swimming pool. Oof. Um, by three shotgun-wielding Honestly, night watchmen. Biggest oof. Um, uh, and then, yeah, the stuff happened where they were tied up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Not good. But this made, um, national news and stuff because, like, what the heck? Yeah, because, like, why did that happen in real life? Yeah. All right. So, time to tell you about um the urban legend. Ooh, that's my favorite part because yeah. it's, a... it's okay if that part's not true because you're not billing it as true crime. No, I'm not. You're billing it as a legend. <clears throat> it's okay. Mine might <clears throat> also not be true. I couldn't find very much research on the actual case that I'm doing, but it was very interesting, so I just decided I would talk about it anyway. Same. <laughs> that's literally what happened to me. Okay, all right. Um, you just not have any women, so it sounds fake. Like, I'm about to get to the women part right now as we speak. I'm really excited about the women. All right. Um, well, I don't think you will be. The women's kind of messed up. Okay. It was said the nunnery was built during the 1920s by an architect named Boyd Hatch. Um, it was said um, it wasn't originally owned by the Catholic Church and was actually used by movie stars as a hotel during its early years. Why they Wait. were staying in Logan, Utah. So it was me. never a nunnery. It was just a movie theater. No, it wasn't now. originally owned by the Catholic Church. Okay, so it was... A hotel, then it was a nunnery, then it was just, like, an abandoned property where 30 teenagers get shoved in the swimming pool. Yes. Wow. Yes. This has lived a wild life. Yeah. So, okay. When the Catholics bought the property, they named it St. Anne's Retreat and used it as a summer retreat for nuns and priests to practice and study their religion. So they named it Pine Or, um, so they said. <laughs> um, they also believed 
Okay, this is like where like the urban legend part comes in. Okay, so it's believed that the pregnant nuns were sent there to have their children away from the public eye or to have abortions. Um, and once their children had, and once they had their children, they gave them up for adoption. But it is said one nun tried to escape one night with her child, and the mother superior caught them, killed her baby, burying it somewhere on the properties, sometime in the forties. So that that's the urban legend. Apparently, um, the baby. Um, the nun and the mother superior still haunt that place. And the mother that superior is like a huge bitch. I mean, if someone stood up and fucking killed my baby, I would probably be pissed. Like, yeah. probably stick around and just like, I don't know. Yeah. Be pissed. But there are a lot of like ghost investigations that happen there because it's all locked up now. Mm-hmm. And like, it's all padlocked and there are actual night guards on there now. Yeah. So stuff like what happened in 1997 doesn't happen again. Yeah. So obviously. it's hard for people to get in there now. But Yeah. Um, also, according to the legend, um, it is that the murders took place in the 40s on the property. I think I just said that. Um, the nunnery is located about a quarter mile past Preston Valley Campground mm-hmm. in the Logan Canyon. The property is run down. It consists of seven small separate cabins that circle around the main lodge, which stands slightly bigger than the other cabins. The pool on the property is now empty, and there are security guards who patrol the air for trespassers who are consequently ticketed. Um, the freakiest thing about the nunnery is there is a children's playhouse hung on the wall next to the stone fireplace in the Ooh. main lodge for, like, literally no reason. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we just, like, throw in some fun children's-oriented stuff because that doesn't make anything creepier ever. Yeah, because there are these two guys who are trying to film a movie out there now, Jensen and I think butler i don't know i've never heard of them so i know me either um many are skeptical of the nunnery and believe it is no more than an urban legend but others disagree and then this guy who's trying to record a movie there quoted um hauntings occur when injustice has taken place jensen said like the baby killing exactly what people don't what people don't know is that places are marked by experiences that happen those impressions leave a permanent stain if something wrong has occurred there and that place will forever bear the record of things that have happened there Particularly when evil is conjured up by the ill intention and conspiracy thought, it potentially resonates with it potentially resonates wherever it eventually transpires. That place becomes its birthplace, and there is virtually no cure, and it could potentially affect anyone who encounters it. Ooh, fun! <laughs> yeah, he's like a really cheery guy. I definitely want to meet him and really talk fun. about this and um, cry yeah. when he says stuff like, "Yeah, this is permanent. It's never going away. You're going to be haunted forever, no matter what." Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, it was originally called Pine Glen Cove. Sorry. Not Pine, Pine Tree, Tree Camp. Camp. Yeah, sorry. Excuse <laughs> me. My camp, Pine Tree Camp. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the name of the camp in your fan face. Probably. No, no we it have, was not. We have, like, a thing we tried to start, and it's called, like, Pine Tree Camp or something. Or, um, no, it's, I think it's Camp Rising Pines. Oh, yeah. And we never wrote it because we're trash. Yeah, literally everything we do, we were like, let's start a YouTube channel. Let's start, um, <laughs> a, let's write a book together. And then we never did any of it. <laughs> We came up with some really lit character boards, though. <laughs> yeah, and we developed some really good characters. Yeah, uh, like, they'll never see the light of day, but like they're great. They're great. <laughs> anyway, oh, dear me. Um, actually, a fun fact. Um, the nunnery was listed on July 20, 2010 for under time. yeah for under two million dollars. Wow, I mean, since go by. then the price has gone down to five thousand nine hundred. What the fuck? Nine fifty. That's fuck. very cheap. How for do you us. say that? Five nine five. Oh, oh, that's five hundred ninety-five thousand. That's not as cheap for a house. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> five hundred ninety-five thousand, not five thousand yeah. dollars for a whole house. And that's the owner is basically trying to recover what he spent on the place, said the real estate agent Brett Butler. We've had some interest, Brett said, um, but it's gone down with the vandals because people go and they like beat stuff up and they like litter and like break padlocks Ew, and break in. Why would and, like, you use the pool? 
Wait, the pool is empty though. It is empty, but they like skateboard. Use maybe. it to like skateboard and like do maybe drugs. Probably drugs. drugs. But they have trust. They have like not trespassers. They do have trespassers, but they also have security guards. <laughs> so yeah, it's the story of the Logan. Uh, Lo- I almost said Logan Paul. The Logan, <laughs> Logan Paul. Uh, Logan, Paul. Uh, Logan Paul. That's him. That's his origin story, actually. <laughs> Logan Paul was a nunnery in the 1940s. Yeah, he was a most superior. He killed a baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I would back. not be surprised at this point. Yeah, honestly. Like, what hasn't Logan Paul done? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay, so. Anyway, so that's my story. It, um, kind of a hot mess, but uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, Appreciate no, it. I had not heard about that, so it's like an interesting thing. You're like really bringing the public light to um, this place that may or may not have been a nunnery in Logan, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well it's okay because i got a very like niche story too this week okay thank god is it welcome to our niche podcast no. <laughs> our niche podcast we tell very specific stories yeah. that nobody actually cares about yeah. um, um we have really three cute. listeners do you think we should move on to some murder because that like always like brightens my day you yes. know because nobody technically got murdered except for the baby in my story so except kind for of the baby crime. babies don't count don't know. everyone knows okay so this is actually like only one murder like there's only one murder in this whole story sorry i'm just drinking some water getting nice and hydrated shut up <laughs> Stop, you're ruining the podcast. Nobody's going to listen to it anymore. We're going to lose our three listeners. <laughs> so, she was born in 1872. So, this is like a big throwback. Sophia just almost fell off her chair. <laughs> so, that's why she's eating a Heath bar. I was trying to lean away from the mic to eat it. <laughs> and I almost fell. It's okay. It's okay. We're okay. We're having a good We're time. Good. <laughs> okay, so she was born in 1872 to George and Isabella Mitchell in Memphis, Memphis Tennessee. Hmm. When she was a kid, she was, like, a tomboy. She played baseball and football instead of with, like, girls' toys, like, dolls and shit. Mm-hmm. And she had four siblings. So there was Robert, Frank, Maddie, and Addie. <laughs> Maddie and Addie. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't even, like, think about it when I wrote this down. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> Maddie and Addie. Mm-hmm. And so the brothers were Robert and Frank, and the sisters were Maddie and Addie. Oh, my God. I would, I would actually kill my parents, which is not what she did, but, like, I probably would have if my parents yeah. named me Maddie and Addie. Addie. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, Addie. God, that makes me wonder. No, but like Maddie sounds like a nickname. So did she choose to be Maddie and Addie? I don't know. I didn't really. I hope so. Do extensive research on her siblings, but yeah, she was the youngest of all those siblings, and she liked horses along with the baseball and football. Mm-hmm. And so she helped care for her father's horse, and she practiced shooting and played marbles with her brother Frank, who she was closest with out of all her siblings. Oh, cute. She was never really interested in like sewing or needlework or you know boys. Mm-hmm. And then she was at the Higby School for Young Ladies when she met Frida Ward. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, really gay together, like, all the time. But nobody cared because there was, like, this thing they called chumming, which was, like, when, like, you were, like, really gay with a girl. But, like, it was just because you were good friends and you were practicing for, like, when you were an adult and you were, like, dating men. It's, like, <laughs> practicing for marriage. I'm not kidding. It's real. You can look it up. Here. Really? Oh, it's, uh, like, when um nuns. So yeah. if you were a nun dating a nun, you were called special friends. Fun fact. They were called chumming. When visiting, they would share a bed. Just like charming, you know. I love when I um just like um kiss my best friend on the yeah, exactly. all the time. Just charming. We're just practicing. Practicing for the men. Yeah, I've actually done that before. Like, that so they really were super little. open about their relationship. They would like kiss and hug and hold hands. It was just like normal because it was just chumming. Yeah. And yeah, they slept on the same bed, just chumming, just chumming. However, mm-hmm. um. Frida was not as serious about the relationship as Alice was. Alice was very serious about the relationship. She was basically obsessed with Frida. And so they, like, kind of were together until Frida's sister slash surrogate mother. What? Not really sure about that. That was weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I have more details about that, but then I decided to leave <clears throat> sister slash surrogate mother. That makes sense, though. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make much oh. sense, but, like, her sister slash surrogate mother. Mm-hmm. 
forbade communication between them because she like figured out what was going on and she was like uh no sorry i hate gay people because it was like the 1870s no gays here and so alice being a fucking genius decided to dress him as a man marry frida and move to st louis as husband and wife (gasps) and frida was like hell yeah but then ada found out and was like nope sorry you can't (laughs) uh sorry i hate the gay people and so she sent a letter to alice ada did and her mom that was like stay away from frida and then Alice obviously got like really depressed and like not. Wait, wait, who's Alice? Alice is Alice Mitchell, the lady I'm talking about. This whole story was is she it? the mom? No, Alice is Alice and Frida. They were in love. No, 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 no. You family. It was Robert, John, Maddie, and Addie. No, Robert, Frank, Maddie, and Addie are Alice's siblings. Her mother is Isabella Ooh, and her father. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, yeah. So anyway, we're all good. Makes now that we've cleared up who the story is about. Yeah. So Alice. Um, Ada sent that letter to Alice and her mom, telling her to stay away from Frida. Mm-hmm. And then Alice just like got really depressed and wouldn't spend time with her family and didn't sleep or eat much and like just kind of was miserable. And she would sign receipts as Frida Ward and then be like, "Oh, sorry, that was just an accident." Which is kind of weird, me. but like whatever. And then the day everything happened, like all the shit went down. Yeah, was January twenty fifth, eighteen ninety two. Oh God, that's yesterday. Today's January 26th when we're Oh, this, yeah. I was really confused. I was like, uh, no, it was 1892. <laughs> yeah, so basically, we're on, like, the... Anniversary. Yeah, like, the 120th anniversary, I think, okay. was yesterday. Okay, anyway. anyway. I did not think that through very well, so it might not be the 120th. Well, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Maybe the 130th, honestly. Yeah, it's okay. I'll figure it out later. Later. Put it in post. Okay, so Frida, Frida's sister Joe, and their friend Christina Purnell were going to board the steamboat called the Oralee. And Alice was just, like, following them in a wagon that was driven by her friend Lily Johnson. What? I don't know why Alice was following them. Like, I think it might have just been, like, a stumbled upon them thing. But it also might have been she was following them. I don't remember. I didn't really get much of them. And they got out. And they walked over to Frida. And then um, Alice, as one does, Mm -hmm. ripped out her father's razor, slashed Frida across the face. What? Why? Because she was trying to leave her? She wasn't really trying to leave her, though. Ada just banned her from seeing her. And then Joe was, that's Frida's sister, was like, what the fuck? And like pulled out an umbrella to try to protect Frida. What? And it just pissed Alice off more. And then she slashed Joe's collarbone. <gasps> Ow. And then Ow. she killed Frida by slicing her throat like real deep. And then they went, she went back to the wagon and was like, hey, Lily, I just murdered Frida. And Lily took her home and sent her to the police station. Because she like decided that was the right thing to do. Lily. And then they were both arrested. <laughs> well, yeah. And then Lily got released. And all charges ended up, ended up being dropped against her. But then yeah. Alice was tried and declared insane and sent to the Western State Hospital for the insane. And her big thing was that she claimed that she'd killed Frida because if they couldn't marry, there was no point in them living. Like, the only reason they would be alive yeah. is to get married. So, hmm. yeah. And except for that might not be it. Even though that's what she claimed until she died. Some straight people have said that it's possible that Alice was just trying to, like, disfigure Frida because she was better at getting, like, dick than her. Like, Frida what? was, like, really good at getting dick, and Alice yeah. wanted to get more dick, so she tried to disfigure Frida, because she was like, I gotta be the prettiest. That sounds so fake and so straight. And another straight person theory is that she killed her out of a rivalry over a mysterious man that just disappeared after the murder. <laughs> There's just, like, some man, he disappeared after the murder, and they were both in love with him. Yeah, yeah, I have in my notes, wow, sounds really true, they definitely were not gay, OMG. Yeah, I love So, yeah, those are also theories that I figured I'd share, because, like, maybe they're true, but, like... Yeah, definitely true. Definitely 100% true. 100% true. It was definitely just over a mysterious man that disappeared after the murder. Yes, murders. I mean, I would kill you over a mysterious man that I've never met before. Yeah, obviously. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I would kill my girlfriend if I met a mysterious man that I never saw after the murders. Excuse me, me too. Um, <laughs> what? I can't believe this is 100% accurate to real anyway. life. 
But like the big thing with this is mm-hmm. that it um brought lesbianism into like the public discourse. Ooh. So then it was like really sensationalized and sexualized, mm-hmm. and it was called like a very unnatural crime, which is really oh. like lit, and I love the 1890s. <laughs> and so it like led to this big presentation of lesbians as murderous and masculine, because like if you Ooh. think about it, like that's kind of what Alice was. I mean, like, yeah. Like she was like a big tomboy and like really into like. Well, she was like gonna dress up as a man and move to St. Louis. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, it like came. Like, it developed this idea of lesbians as, like, masculine, first of all, and murderous, because obviously she murdered Frida. Yeah. And so that was, like, in popular literature of the era, like, a bunch. And it's still kind of a trope today, like, if you think about it. Like, there's, like, the killer gays and shit. Yeah. There's a big trope, and, like, masculine lesbians, like, there's a lot of much lesbians on TV. Yeah. Although, there's also not. Like, it's, like, a big, like, I don't know, like, it's, like... I noticed that there's either, like, really femme lesbians, because they're, like, trying to be, like, see, lesbians are just like us, yeah. and also they're big whores. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. that's more bisexuals, but, like, whatever. But still. Bisexuals are big whores. They um, are, and true. Our podcast message today. Confirmed fact. Just kidding. And we're joking, please. Yeah. <laughs> please don't come kill us. Yes. Yeah, be bad. <laughs> not to say bisexuals are murderous. They're not. They're not. Wow. We're, we're just ourselves doing, into a hole. We're doing exactly what this case did. Yeah. We're basically Alice Mitchell. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, anyway. So... Um, yeah, so I feel like they're either, like, overly feminized or overly masculinized lesbians. I agree, I agree. Like, 100%. they're always, like, these, like, super butch lesbians that are, like, walking in with, like, you know, crew cut, yeah. like, yeah. super muscly, and they're like, hey, yo, I love, I love fucking women, right, yeah. right all the time, I'm yeah. just one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> or they're, like, super feminine, and they're like, I'm gay, but I still wear high heels. Yeah. So- I love subverting stereotypes. Yeah. But then it's actually just so that they look, look really hot when they fuck, and then men are like, oh, my God, noting 32 times. Yeah. I just want to kiss. Yeah. I, you know, the first um, <clears throat> scene of Sensei where the women were introduced, they were having um, sex. Yeah, I don't remember. That's that. how the women were introduced. They were literally having sex. Like the two gay characters. <laughs> okay, mean. <laughs> and but- then, that's how the men were introduced to. They're like making out. Okay, me- and all the other characters were introduced in like this really cool way. They were like in like a burning building or something. And the lesbians were just like having sex. Okay. Big mood. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. But Sensei, Sensei was a decent show. Like a pretty good show for representation. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Like, it was very like, good. Yeah, there was some slight issues. Little issues. Did I take yeah, out no. both my earrings or just one? You took out one for sure because it's right there. But I don't know if you took out both. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Sophia's dog just showed up. Yeah. Her name's Cookie. Hi, She's Cooks. a sweetheart. Um, anyway. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of problems with representation like still to this day. But also in the 1890s after the Alice Mitchell Big case. Deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I only had one page of notes, and that was all of it. It's a very short story, but like a very poignant story. I feel. Like. I agree. But she just like showed up and fucking slashed her neck. Yeah, which makes not a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I know. But because if they couldn't marry, what's the point in living? Fair so point. So I feel like Alice Mitchell had some serious problems, probably because she was growing up as a lesbian and a tomboy. Yeah. In the 1870s. Yes. Like, fair, fair like argument. I don't know. Like, I feel like that most people would turn out completely normal yeah. if they were living in the 1870s and were a flaming homosexual. But like, yeah. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I would turn out normal. I mean, there was that chumming thing. That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> just like chumming, you know. You know. <laughs> Me making out with my girlfriend. We're just, we're just chumming. chumming. We just like we're just best friends. We're just really good friends. We're practicing for when we get husbands. Obviously <laughs> having sex. We're just practicing, practicing for when we get husbands. Come on, guys. Okay. So our podcast is only at like thirty minutes right now. So Sophia, do you want to tell um the ghost story that I don't think is real but happened to us in real life? <laughs> Ooh, you bet. Okay, I'm really excited for this. Okay, you bet. It's really I also have not another question to tell you, but it could have just been like a weird um night horror but 
Oh, okay, cool. But first, for the story, I think Sophia should tell her what she thinks happened, and then I'll tell what I think happened, because I think they're a little different. Okay, yeah. I'll put the recordings that I took in the videos up on her Twitter later. Will you? Because um, they were kind of gross, and I don't think we should do that. But, like, whatever. Keep oh, going. I'll put them... Do, do you want to make a Facebook? <laughs> Nobody looks at Facebook. Yeah. Nobody will join. Exactly. Um, I guess we can make a Facebook I don't know. Um, hit us up in the iTunes comments if you want us to make a Facebook group, I guess. Or just tweet at us. Yeah, tweet at us if you want us to make at a Facebook group. At Homicide Podcast. And maybe we will. Yeah. Or maybe we'll tweet out the uh, recordings of us when we thought we might have seen it. Son. Seen a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me going like... <laughs> yeah, it's literally just all of Sophia being like... <gasps> oh my god, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm like in my church. Well... I don't really go there that often, but my family does, so mm-hmm. it's like my family church, and I'm just like, dude, I've been in here like 32 times, and it's dark. It's fine. Yeah. And then Sophia's just like, <laughs> I saw 30 ghosts in here, yeah. and there were 72 ghosts right there in the church. They yeah. all flew out at me at the same time. That's literally what happened, though. We left on a light, and she was like, I don't think we left this on. I think we turned it off. I thought we did. But we probably left it off, honestly. That was your mom. <laughs> Sophia's mom came downstairs, and she just jumped out of her seat, so that's... <laughs> Okay, Sophia, do you want to tell the real life ghost story that happened to us that probably wasn't real at all? Yes, I do. And I'll tell what probably really happened after she's done. Yes, okay, so basically we were at Sarah's church. We were there for like youth group thing, family board game, celebration night. It was just like family board game night. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, so (laughs) there was only like 12 of us there, not even, right? Yeah, like nobody showed up. And we were in like the rec room, right? And like down the hall, you had to go around a corner. Like there was like, um, this is like a Sunday, Saturday night? Um... I think it was, it was a, a Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah, I don't really remember though. Yeah. Um. And so we went into the sanctuary because we wanted to like ghost hunt because like yeah, obviously, yeah that's what you do when obviously. you're at a church. It my church is really spooky. I could tell a ghost story about my church. I could tell the real ghost story before you do your recent one, like the actual ghost story that like we passed down through generations of okay, my church. Sure. Do it. Okay. So there's this. So my church is in uh like, there's three floors in the building, like three main floors. There's the upstairs floor, which is mostly like classrooms and shit. Then there's the middle floor which is the actual church, so it has, like, the sanctuary and everything. And then there's the bottom floor, which is not affiliated with the... Well, it's affiliated, but it's not, like, the church. And there's not, like, a religious place. It's just, like, a childcare center that runs for, like, universal pre-K and stuff. I don't know what's happening upstairs, but there's a lot of sound, so just, if that comes through on the recording, just ignore it. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I think your mom's vacuuming. So we probably should wrap this up pretty soon, but, like, whatever. Why don't we just come back to it? No, it's fine. We can just keep going. Because I don't think it's going to be, like, too much. Mm -hmm. Anyway... So, um, so downstairs at the child care center, there's like a lot of very young kids. Mm-hmm. So we're, they have nap time, obviously. Yeah. So these little kids would be napping mm-hmm. and like the nurse or not nurses, <laughs> the like, you know, child ladies care in charge, ladies in charge would wake them up from naps mm-hmm. and the kids would be like, um, there's a nice man here or something. And they would like talk about like an old man they'd seen and mm-hmm. the ladies looked like kind of thought nothing of it. They thought it was just like kids imagining, but multiple kids described the same man. So it's mm-hmm. kind of spooky. Yeah. And one day they go up to the third floor. Mm-hmm. And on the third floor, there's this big painting of this guy that donated all this money to the church, but he's like long dead. Mm-hmm. And, like he's like this old man, and the picture's super creepy. But like he was yeah. a good guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. he wasn't like a creeper. Yeah, no, he donated a ton of money to the church. Yeah. <laughs> um. So these kids one day go up to the third floor for some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why. And they point at this guy, and they're like, "That's the man. That's the man that came to us um after we woke up the other day. Mm-hmm. And that's the man that we've always been seeing." Yeah. and the ladies in charge are like uh, that's not possible he's been dead for years and they were like that's the man yeah so that's like the real ghost story that's um his name is percy i don't remember his last name but his first name was percy yeah oh percy bowen yeah he donated a shit ton of money to my church nice. but anyway so yeah that's pretty cool 
Nice. Um, so that's, and he's like a chill guy. I don't know. The old pastor at my church used to tell everyone that ghost story, which is probably not something a pastor should be doing, but whatever. You know what? Whatever. That's I fine. loved him. He was such a good guy. So, so Sophia's going to tell us the hot story that actually happened to us the other day when we were there at night after yes. the board game thing. Yes. Okay. Somebody's vacuuming upstairs. I hope you can't hear it. I don't think I can. So it's we're fun. moving on. Um, so I, yeah, I explained. So we were going to the sanctuary, right? And it was pitch black, right? Yeah. And so there's three doors, one that goes down the right side, like on the right of the pews. Um, then there's a center one that goes in the center of the pews. And then there's the left one, which goes in the left side of the pews. Yes. Because right? there are two rows. Yeah. Um, okay. And so we decided to peek down the right one because it was dark and we didn't want to like walk through the whole church, right? Yeah. Because it's really scary. And yeah. Sophia kept screaming every time I tried to walk with her down the road. I did. I did. She I didn't like, want to go down. <laughs> yeah, it's too dark. And I was like, Sophia, you know there's auto lights that turn on on the side when you But they past didn't them. turn on. They did. There was just one missing that was close to the door where oh. you came in. There were them, though. They turned on. They're just not very bright. They're very small. They're like nightlights. Anyway, okay. keep going. Anyway, okay. So we so um Sarah went, well, first we went down the middle one, and then we got scared and turned back. <laughs> or I got scared. And then I sent Sarah down the right one. And as she was, okay, so at the end of the right, like, passageway, kind of? Yeah, like it's, it's just like, like a walkway. Like Yeah, there's, a, there's doors, because they go to, like, the... There's areas quarters in the back, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's an area where like it was the pastor's quarters, but like obviously the pastor doesn't live there anymore because that's weird. I don't know. That's an old thing. Yeah. My church has been around for like over a hundred years, so so it's just Um. like a small room with like a microwave and a bathroom. Yeah, there's like a bathroom, a microwave. I don't know. It's just like a chill little area back there. And then there's stairs leading outside and stairs leading onto like the the chakra stair. Yeah. Yeah. Which I forgot about, which is why I believe Sophia's um ghost story here at first. Because I totally forgot those stairs existed. But yeah. anyway, continue. Okay, so there was a light on behind the one door, right? That led to that mm-hmm. area we were just talking about. And we were like, that's weird. Who got the light on? We're like, well, there's only 12 people in the church right now, and we're all in the rec room. Yeah. And so Sarah was walking down the path, right? And, like, she saw a guy walk past, like, a shadow walk behind the door. Yeah. Like, on the other side of the door that we couldn't see because the door was closed. Mm-hmm. Like, in between the cracks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she saw that, and she was like, what the heck, man? And so she remembered back to me, and we were like, yes. okay, we we gotta go tell somebody. This is, like, spooky. And so we went back, and then we did, like, a group thing. Yeah, it was, like, I don't know, fucking worship. Yeah. <laughs> At a church. I don't know why. Oh, God, why? <laughs> um, so then... What, okay, so then we we went back together. Yes, and I again. Asked, first, I asked my dad. Yes. I was like, "Dad, um, do you know if there's anyone in the sanctuary?" And he was like, "Just Percy Lamau." Yeah. And I was like, "Dad, stop! Who's there?" And he yeah. was like, "I don't think anyone's in there." Yeah. So we asked the pastor, and she was like, "Um, I don't know, maybe the cleaning people, but probably no one other than Percy." Yeah. <laughs> like someone else was like Percy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Shut up!" Yeah. So yeah. Okay, and so then we went back, and then. Sarah was trying to find the lights, and I looked down the hallway, and, and then I saw a man walk the other way. Wait, you did? Yeah. I don't think that happened. It happened. I clearly remember it. Okay, so the light was still on at this point? Light was still on. Oh, okay. And so I got, I saw the guy walk past the other way. Like, so you walk, you saw him walk that way, and I saw him walk that way. Yeah. And the light went off, and we were like, what the Yeah. Because I started, like, hyperventilating on things. I saw yeah, it again. Yeah, so it was like, <laughs> in the recording, and it's very distracting. It is. <laughs> anyway. Um... So then, after that, we went back to the pastor, and we were like, um... Hey, uh, kid, you maybe come with us to check back here? And she was like, no, I know I'm spooked. I'll check later. Yeah, so then we got my dad to come back with us, because he's the real MVP of the story. True. And I turned on the lights, and I went in. And do you want to tell it your way, Sophia? Yeah, okay, so it was completely empty back there, and, like, it wasn't, like... There was just, like, nobody back there. And there was nothing back there to even do. Nothing looked, like, cleaned or anything. And, like, there weren't anything. But, like, there wasn't anything going on. So, like, why would anybody be back there? And if they were back there, wouldn't they come say hi? Because I knew there was, like, youth 
or not youth, but like family time going on. Okay, so now I'm going to tell my side of the story, yeah. which is that they wouldn't say hi because they were hired cleaners that were like working for the church. So I think that there was a cleaning person back there. And the reason I think this is because we went back there and the entire area, like especially like the little bathroom, smelled like cleaning solution. Like it was very clearly like the chemical smell of cleaning solution. So I was like, oh, it must have just been the cleaner. So he was like, no, it was a ghost. Because like, why would they be back there at 630 on a Sunday night cleaning the bathroom? Because it's their job? Wouldn't they do that during the day when there weren't people in there? No, because there were people, like, at church earlier in the day. What? <laughs> but, like, <sighs> true. I mean, like, I guess it makes sense. Like, they wouldn't be in there. Yeah. But also at the same time. Ooh, but weird fact. Yeah. So you're saying you saw the guy walk that way? Yeah. And turn off the light? Yeah. I think that the light switch is over there. <laughs> so that's maybe, like, a weird thing that is there. But yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I think the light switch is on the other side. But there honestly might be a second light switch. Because I saw I him walk towards, like, the, oh, I don't know how do you call it. I've, I've oh, no, wait. Church, towards the stage towards the like church what? the place with like the, the where the choir is oh it's like the front of the church yeah it's like, like the front of the church yeah. yeah oh wait so you saw him walk towards that yeah okay so the problem is that i'm not exactly sure where the light switches are so we might need yeah. to do further investigation on that and we'll get back you. to you yeah but i also have a ghost story about that which is that i also saw someone that was in the bathroom at one point and freaked the fuck out because i was like there shouldn't be anyone in here and then i left and then i came back and there was no one there so uh that actually might have been a ghost what are they supposed to do back there? Go and pee all the time. <laughs> yeah, literally. There probably is. We're probably just fucking fools. Yeah. Whatever. It's um, just the pissing ghost. It just takes a lot of pisses. True. Okay. <laughs> and do you want to tell your other ghost story? Or do we want to save oh. it for next episode? Okay, yeah. No, it's really, really short. Okay. It was just like weird. Like, I don't even think it was a ghost story because my house isn't haunted. It was just like a weird thing that happened. Okay. okay. I think it was like, you know, like sleep paralysis, but I wasn't paralyzed. Um, so you're just sleeping. No, no. Okay. So like I was in my bed, right? Cause I yeah. have like a loft bed, right? And so I was up and I was sleeping and I shared room with my sister and she was walking through to get to the bathroom, which is right next to my bed. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh, Hey Fee, um, what time do you have to go get to your exam? Cause it was exam week and she was driving me into school. And I was yeah. like, uh, I don't know, like 10. And then I like looked over, over my side rail, like into my room. And I saw like this, like, you know, like the leper from it knew it, <laughs> but it, didn't look like, like, it kind of looked like that, but also not, oh it was like God. a soldier. Do you want to watch it? Oh, kind of. But so it was like a soldier type guy, but he was like green. Sorry. Somebody's really vacuuming. <laughs> really hardcore vacuuming. Yeah. Okay, keep going. So it was like the soldier guy. He was like green and he had like no nose. And um, <laughs> he was just like floating there next to my bed. Like I saw his face like, really clearly, but I was just, like, I was like half asleep, but it was like, in my room. Like it wasn't a dream. What the fuck? That's so weird. It was in my room. And I was like, what on earth? And then I just rolled over and went back to sleep somehow. Okay. I would have screamed. So I know me too. I don't know what happened. Usually when that stuff happens to me, I'm like, <laughs> I felt like would have been like, <laughs> just kidding. Never sleeping in this house again. I'm moving right now. Yeah. But then I just fell asleep. Uh, I don't if know. If I were you, I would have been like back to Thailand, bitch. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, and then I woke up later and I was like, what the fuck was that? It was so <laughs> weird. One time I thought I saw a small cat in my room, but it was not real. <laughs> like, I thought I saw, like, a little kitten, and I was like, oh, my God, so cute. But then um, I think I was just, like, trying to make myself see a kitten because I was like, there's got to be ghosts here. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, convincing myself. Also, like, oh, fun story today. Yeah. So we had the senior breakfast today. Yeah. Because I'm a senior in high school. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. About to graduate, about to go fucking millions of dollars in debt and probably uh, die so um anyway, yeah, anyway i'm gonna drown in debt it's gonna yeah. be really hot we're really looking forward to it i'm gonna be crushed by the weight of my own mistakes uh-huh. anyway anyway so, so so we were at the senior breakfast which is like this thing my school does where all the seniors get in the gym and eat breakfast and it's really shitty and boring mm-hmm. but anyway so at the end of it like we all got on the bleachers and like took a picture Mm-hmm. And I was looking out at the person taking the picture, and I swear I could see like a fuzzy aura around her. What? Bullshit. I think I was just very out of it because yeah. I also like started having a breakdown as soon as I got on those bleachers. I was like, 
you know, I just hate existing as myself. Everyone hates me. There's no one standing next to me. That's because everyone hates me. I deserve Aww. to die. And then I was like, just like Stop. having a crisis on yeah. the bleachers during the senior picture. So if you look at the picture, you can actually only see the top of my head because I'm very short. And the person in front of me, like the bleachers like have like, like we were all standing on the actual bleachers. Yeah. They're made of wood and it's weird, but like we were We're actually standing on the actual bleachers instead of like the like place where you usually put your feet when you Mm -hmm. sit on them. So the guy in front of me was standing on that and he was like so much taller than me Mm -hmm. that he stepped down to the, uh, like place, place where you put your feet. Yeah. And, uh, his face is still black or his head is still blocking almost my whole face. (laughs) Um, maybe I can tweet out. No, wait, I can't tweet out a screenshot. And I can just tweet out, like, a zoomed-in picture of just my face. There's no one else in it. And you can see something, like, an inch of my face. But I don't know. The guy that was blocking me is a foreign exchange student. He seems very nice. Um, I've spoken to him, like, twice. Nice. (laughs) But he's very nice. He's in my stats class. That's good. Anyway. So that's like I could see like a fuzzy like outline, which you can like do with anyone if you like stare at them. Yeah, long enough. Like, like I could probably do that. Do you want to read each other's auras right now? Yeah, you have to stare at each other's noses. Okay, ready? Okay. I can't. I can't, I can't see an aura. <laughs> <laughs> my, my eyes hurt. Yeah. I feel like you have a slightly dark aura, but that also might have made me getting double vision. I feel like, like you have like a green aura. I, I saw am, that's my true color. So I saw a lot of green around like your nose region, which is not where your aura is supposed <laughs> to be, but that's what I saw. <laughs> okay, so that's going really well. Um, here I'll try again. <laughs> I'm getting a brown orb. That's just we're in a room full of paneling. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I'm getting a strong green and blue aura. I'm getting no aura at all. I'm getting a green. Sorry, I think you don't exist. Um, <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> I can't. Oh, my eyes my hurt. Eyes so I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Anyway, did to me when she said I had a, or they said I had a green aura. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like everyone has a green aura because that's just the kind the color our eyes make when, when they're fucking pissed at us. Probably. Um. Okay, let me look at them. Look up your aura. How to find somebody's aura? Alex had a uh, had me like sit in front of like a tent because we were outside at the time. Okay, that's that's a lot. Um, probably a better technique than where you think. We'll do it later, and we'll keep you guys updated on what our auras are. Yeah. In the next episode, we will let you know what our auras are. Um, stay tuned. Thank you, Trent and Gabby, for being our um MVPs. most valuable listeners yes. this week. We decided. I just decided that that's what something we're going to do every week, I and agree. it's always going to be Trent and Gabby because they're always going to be our only listeners. Yeah. Okay. Yay. So thanks to Trent and Gabby. Um, I love you both, even though I've never met either of you. I love them too. Um, actually. I think I spoke to Gabby through the internet like twice. So, so we're best, best friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love Gabby and I love Trent and yeah. just keep listening guys. Um, yeah, follow our social media. Um, it's at homicide podcast on Twitter. Um, that's like basically it. That's all we have. That's all we have at the moment. Um, we might start a Facebook group. We're going to look at for your input and or an Instagram. I'm talking to you, Gabby and Trent. I'm talking to you, Gabby and Trent. Um, hit us up. Hit us up. Gabby and Trent. Trent. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll see yeah. you in the future. Um, yeah. There's a big gap between our last post and this one because um, we're very busy and never hang out ever. Yeah. Like so literally. happy birthday to Sophia. Oh, thanks. Make happy- sure to tweet us happy birthday, Sophia. Yeah. Even if it's like three weeks after this, if it doesn't get posted for like three weeks. Yeah. And then it's like three weeks after that. Um, and then happy s- early birthday to Sarah. Yes. I, my birthday is in exactly one week. So yes. I will be 18 and I can finally like legally have this podcast on Spotify, which I submitted it illegally and they haven't gotten back to me. So. Shut up, man. <laughs> I mean, what Spotify? Who are you? I don't know. Sorry, I'm actually 25 years old right now. <laughs> 35. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So yeah. see you. Thanks soon. for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah. Yeah. We don't really have an outro, but no, Bye. Bye. <laughs>